We've got great news for anyone who has been waiting for more podcast episodes from Planet Dharma. We have more recordings of the teachings of Doug Duncan and Catherine Poissarat coming your way soon. Season 3 will begin in mid-July to celebrate Doug Sensei's 70th birthday. Season 3 will be all new content, with the same focus on how to embrace a path of awakening in modern times by leveraging all that life has to offer. Today we are sharing an excerpt from a recent online course on the topic of Why Awaken? Exploring the idea of personal vision and how it relates to spiritual unfoldment. The Season 3 launch will include a new podcast name, theme music, and format, so get ready for that too. And to keep you engaged in the teachings between now and the launch of Season 3, Doug Sensei and Catherine Sensei will be hosting a four-part online course entitled Riding the Dragon, Spiritual Awakening in Modern Life. To learn more about this course, which can be viewed live or via recordings, visit planetdharma.com events. We hope you enjoyed today's episode, and stay tuned for the launch of Season 3 in July. Okay, so this book is about spiritual awakening, and pretty much everything we do is about spiritual awakening. Waking up, not sleeping. We're not talking about sleep deprivation here. It's a metaphor. But um, <laughs> So, Sensei, why, why should someone wish to awaken? Why awaken? Well, Catherine, what a great question. Why awaken? Well, in the teaching, there are, there are two truths. We talk about two truths. One is absolute truth, and one is relative truth. And so I'm going to use a metaphor, and hopefully the metaphor makes sense to you, because sometimes my metaphors can be a bit obtuse. But we're going to talk about absolute truth in terms of the sun and rain. Now, without the sun and rain, there's no life on earth. It's an absolute, right? So the absolute truth could be seen like the sun and the rain. Normally, we don't care very much about the sun and the rain, except in terms of what it does. And that would be relative truth. So, for instance, if the sun and the rain were absolute truth, then the trees and the plants would be relative truth. We care, and in our lives, we mostly care about relative truth. We care about what the plants are doing, what our relationships are doing, what our career is doing, what our friendships are doing. We don't care so much about the background energy of the universe that's keeping that in place, like the atmosphere around planet Earth, which would be more, in terms of the metaphor, in terms of absolute truth. Fair enough? So, when we get to careers and relationships and communities and etc., religion even, standard textbook religion, we're talking relative truth. This is how to live your life, how to function in the world. You might call it developmental truth, how to develop. But in terms of absolute truth, we're talking about spaciousness and clarity and peace and calm, right? Where nothing's happening. It's very still, it's very spacious. So in that sense, absolute truth is where the awakening lies. Awakening lies in absolute truth. That's where Jesus lived, that's where Buddha lived, that's where... Um, whoever, Lao Tzu lived, fill in the blank, maybe the Dalai Lama if you want to, and many other people whose names you might never know. They uh, live in uh, absolute truth in terms of their understanding and their realization, but they function and they work in developmental truth. They work in the world. They show up as teachers or whatever it is they do. So the reason for awakening is because when you die, when you get to the end of your life, all your relative truth is going to disappear. It's going to fall away. And when you're 80 or 85 years old, your career will be over, your relationships have probably ended, 
your kids have long gone, you're not in your home anymore, all that relative stuff, the plants and the trees of your life will be gone. But what you'll be left with is your ability to rest in the spacious, clear, blissful emptiness, which is absolute truth. So we argue that the problem with life for the wasteland situation is they have the relative truth in front of the absolute truth. Like more important. More important. And what we're arguing is that if you want a good life, a growth life, a developmental life, you've got to put the absolute truth, right, awakening, in front of the relative truth. The cart is now behind the horse rather than in front of it. And while the absolute truth doesn't necessarily give you anything in terms of how you live in your world and you move through it, it is the basis or the source for all the success you have in the relative truth world. So that when it comes time for the relative truth to end, when it comes time for things to finish, like relationships or careers, you're not, a, you're not shook by that because you're, you're sitting fundamentally in absolute truth. And we call that absolute truth awakening. So can I check and make sure I have the metaphor right? Sure. Where the absolute truth is the horse. Yes. So the horse, the absolute truth, that's the awakening, that's the state of peace, that's the state of well-being, of calm. And then everything we do with that state, like our families, our careers, our work, our day-to-day, -day, is the relative truth is the cart. The developmental truth, the relative truth, the cart. So we've got to get the horse, the absolute truth, pulling the exactly. cart of the relative exactly. truth. Of day and we should, as a footnote to that, we should recognize that all our fears, all our terrors, all our worries, all our anxieties, all our problems, are in the relative truth. They don't exist in the absolute truth. So when we get to the point where we're going to die or we're moving on, if we can rest in the absolute truth, all the problems and terrors and worries have been, have been dissolved. Because we've gone to the, straight to the horse and let the cart <laughs> decay, as it will. So that's a good way to let our problems fall away, is to yeah. recontact that. Exactly, exactly. If you're struggling with something, just try to connect to that spacious, quiet, peaceful bliss. And it's a little difficult to do in the beginning because our mind chatters. But our mind chatters about relative truth. It chatters about situations and problems. In absolute truth, our mind is quiet or, or almost completely quiet. And so we can get a rest there and a respite. But in a sense, then, this teaching that we're talking about is for visionaries. It's for, it's for people who want to embrace the sun and the rain even more in a way than they want the trees and the plants. So in order to make those trees and plants grow better, we have the absolute truth and that is a visionary process. Maybe, maybe you could say something about the visionary aspect. Yeah, yeah. so well, spiritual awakening in general is, is a vision and, and it, when we have that be a priority for us, whatever, you know, any kind of unfoldment, any kind of personal growth, any kind of increasing our well-being and benefiting all beings, growing our well-being and decreasing our suffering and, and that of other people. So that is a grand vision. And uh, I think that's what you mean when you say this course is for visionaries, mm -hmm. this teachings for visionaries. These teachings are about the process of how we choose to spend more and more time in that space of well-being, of awakening, of spiritual awakening. 
So if we put this in kind of everyday parlance, this is for people who want to live a good and happy life, for people who want to benefit their friends, families, communities, the planet, and who believe, who hold the vision that, you know, the world is a beautiful place and we can help to make it a more beautiful place. For more content from the cutting edge of spiritual awakening, including books, blogs, videos, and a free mini course, visit planetdharma.com slash podcast.